0: What is up, my dudes and dudettes out there? How y'all doing tonight? Well, I'm saying it's tonight because right now it's about 11:40, and the uh, what is it? Today's Monday, on the 24th? So it's it's night time for me. It's pretty pretty dark. You know, not many people out. So of course, naturally, here I am. I'm out. I'm out in the wilderness, out in the the unknown reaches of my complex. Ooh, scary. about to go back on the street that I normally walk, or I should say dance to for work. Ooh, scary. Stupid intro. I know. Just kind of wanted to make it kind of fun and, um, you know, a little bit different. And that's what today's episode is going to be about. You know, normally I've been using this, especially recently, to, to vent. And unfortunately, a lot of it is very negative stuff. It's about my depression. It's about how things are going in life, it's about my my own insecurities, it's about a lot of things pertaining to negative emotion or feeling, and I've been using this as a platform to be able to, to vent it, you know, hoping that either somebody can relate to how I feel so I don't feel alone, or just to, just to get it off my chest, you know. I feel better talking about it, and even if it's just to myself, you know, at least in my mind someone is listening that someone may be me right but like someone is listening and i don't have to just like keep it in the shell right but uh no i can i'm i'm very happy to say that um i have not encountered those kinds of thoughts for a little bit now and as as funny as it is to i guess as sad as it is to say i'm 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 kind of proud of myself it's it's been about like mm, let's see maybe a little like a few days after i recorded the last episode was maybe like the last time that I felt kind of like down in the dumps and stuff. So uh, I'm very happy to say that this episode is going to be a pleasant change of pace. And that's what I'm going to call it. So, no more rambling. Just kidding. You only came here to hear me ramble about shit, right? Otherwise, why are you here? If you wanted something more sophisticated, I wish you the best of luck in finding whatever that is. But you won't find it here. You will find pure, genuine emotion. Pure, genuine Speech in general. So, two and a half minute intro, good start already. Let's get into the nitty gritty of it right now. All right, so we're just going to get into it. What? Really? No table of contents? I know, right? Like I always do like a weird little summary table of contents, but nope, not this time. Also, I was listening to my audio. You could hear my keys just like you know rattling around as they hit my the outside of my jacket. So I hope I have removed that. I put my keys inside my jacket. They're still on me, obviously, but you won't hear the tink 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 with every step that I take, right? But yeah, no. So uh Pleasant change of pace. Um, let's talk about what happened tonight. So uh, I have, obviously, I have you know friends, coworkers, right? Um, some coworkers of mine have been trying to kind of uh, get my, uh, get together with me and go do something fun and stupid. But uh, every time that he would try to schedule it, it would always be on days that I work. And I kept trying to tell him, repeatedly, I'm like, bro, those days, like, they're never going to work for me. So, this, you know, he decided, he's like, hey, bro, you free tonight at eight? And I was like, yeah, I'm free. He's like, cool, let's, uh, let's go to Twin Peaks. And I was like, um, shit, all right, yeah, sure. I have never been to Twin Peaks before. I, I, I obviously knew it was kind of like Hooters. I've been there before. Food was good. But, uh, you know, so I was like, okay, Twin Peaks should be fun. So it was, it was, uh, my coworkers. Uh, it was my friends, really, Rangel and, and David and I. And they scooped us, they scooped, Rangel scooped uh, David and I, and we just went, you know? And I had an amazing fucking night, okay? Like, oh my god, the atmosphere itself, it was so cool. I've never been to, like, a Twin Peaks before. That was, it was really cool, honestly. I, I think I, I probably would like it more than Hooters probably back in, you know, before all the the COVID shit, right? Because my friend Ronkel was telling me that, you know, right now it doesn't really feel as, as open or as like interactable and uh, and social, which is fair because, you know, even in uh, uh, an establishment like that, you know, they're trying to maintain the masks kind of thing. They're trying to do the six feet apart. So of course, yes, because of what's happening right now, everybody's still trying to adjust to that, right? But for me, this was my first time, right? So I, I, I'm like, I was like a virgin to this and I loved it. Honestly, like it was it was really cool. Like the experience overall. And so to get into like the specifics of it. Um my friends, you know, they they were there for like the main reason a lot of guys are at Twin Peaks or Hooters. Women, skipping clothing, they look attractive, right? You know, like I'm not gonna lie, yeah, okay, like I looked, right, like I'm a dude. I can do that, right, I'm not gonna not, I'm not gonna pounce on them or try and, you know do anything like that, right, but like, okay you know, like, I looked, I was like, oh wow, like she's she's cute, right like, they were talking about I guess, like, more of their bodies, right, cause you know, these are, are growners we're talking about, right, like, my friends, they're, they're grown, they're grown and I'm over here like, damn, bro she had beautiful eyes <laughs> you know, like Completely trying to forgive, forgo for, for, for the whole, like, skippy clone Like, nah, bro, her fucking eyes were, were dazzling. Man. Like, it was, it was amazing. But, um, yeah, met this uh, this really cool waitress there. Her name was Halo. Turns out her real name is Haley. Um, and she's actually going to, uh, she's aspiring to be a young businesswoman. She's been doing that since uh, she was telling us at the table since, uh, since she was, like, little. Like, high school to middle school. She's been wanting to get into, like, the, the clothing industry for both men and women, which I think is, all, like, like that, that's smart and that's cool, you know? Because, like, if you make your clothes for, like, one specific gender, right, like, you're cutting your possible profit in half, right? Like, okay, if you want to still do that, hey, you know, best luck to you. Clearly, Victoria's Secret is, like, fucking killing it, right? Like, at least, I think, I don't know if they've added stuff for men... I personally haven't been in there to be like, hey, I'd like to try a lingerie on for myself, you know, but uh, I'm sure some men look pretty, pretty strapping in them, you know. So, uh, but yeah, you know, she was, she was telling us about that. She was, she was telling us a little bit about like her backstory, you know, from poor, see Sita, she, uh, she lost her, her, her dad when she was only 14. So, you know, life has been, it's been rough for her and I don't know. As she was talking, I had this, this like urge come over me. I was like, God, I just want to pray for her. So the next time she came around with uh, the drinks and stuff, you know, I was like, Hey, i Can I pray for you? And she was like, What? And I was like, Yeah, you know, you were telling us about like, you know, your, your aspirations to be a businesswoman, and you know your. The loss of your father. I mean, like, I don't know. Something in me just kind of like, just like like awoke and was like, Stephen, I want you to pray for this woman. So I did, and it was, it was so cool, man. Like, I forgot, honestly, what it was kind of like to to pray for somebody, even in in a, in a weird, even though it would be considered like weird and awkward, especially if it's in like a like a public space. You know, a lot of people would say that. Oh, okay, look, he's just trying to get attention. Oh, he's just trying to do this. Like, no, I didn't care who was. I didn't think that anybody else was watching me. I felt this urge to be like, hey, go pray for her, and I was like, bruh, done. So, you know, I, it was cool because, like, she was cool with, like... You know, she obviously had her mask on. We, we had them off because, you know, we were at the table. We were eating. We were, we were having a good time, right? But she was so cool with me, like, hugging her and everything. She, I, I placed my hand on her shoulder because I asked her. I was like, I don't know how you want to do the prayer thing. I, I could just, like, put my hand over you. Or I can, like, hug you. Or I can put my, my arm on your shoulder. She's like, yeah, you can put your arm on my shoulder. I was like, okay, cool. And I, I just prayed for her, man. It was so cool. Um, honestly, I... I, I it was crazy. Like I had such a, I had such a good time. And then my friends, um, we had actually had people seated right next to us because it was a pretty big table. So the waitress came up and she was like, "Hey, y'all don't mind if like three other people sit next to you, right?" And we were like, "Nah, dude. So long as they're cool about it, like we're chill, right?" So my friend Rong Hill, he's um, he's very social, like I am. But for me, it, it takes me a little bit. You know, to kind of, like, warm up to that instead of me just being, like, all spontaneous. Be like, hey, how you doing? Because, you know, because I'm thinking, like, okay, well, you know, like, they came here to eat. You know, they came here to enjoy their time together with, you know, their group, you know. So, I didn't exactly want to, like, interject and interrupt them. But, no, nah, my friend wrong Hell, he's like, no, nah, bro, let's talk in a conversation, like, right now. So, they did. It was amazing. Like, he was, he was all over the place, you know. He was like a fucking like a rocket shooting up in the sky. His energy, you know, All uh, the people that sitting next to us that he was having the conversation with, they were just feeding off of it and loving it and reciprocating it. It was so cool. And then it kind of turned a weird way. So like, they, my friend Rangel is very open-minded. He's not judgmental. He doesn't care what somebody looks like, what their profession is, what they've done, what they do. It's about the person, right? It's like the heart. The personality, their character defines them rather than something on, in terms of like, like I said, like career or clothing, like things like that, right? So he brought up the fact like, you know, like, hey, his, his cousin's like a, his cousin's a stripper and he's okay with that, you know? And they're like, bro, I don't believe you. And so he, he showed them proof, you know, like she's, she's got social media. So here's like, bro. Yeah, like that. Like that's my cousin. Yeah, like, and not like, yeah, that's my cousin, bro. Ain't she hot? No, no, no. There's nothing perverse or wrong like that. But it's like, this is my cousin. This is her job. This is what she does, and I still love her for it, right? It like, she's just showing support for her fa- for his family. What what's wrong there? Nothing, right? But these people that he was engaged in a conversation with, unfortunately, were not very open-minded about it, and. They kind of made a judgmental remark. They were like, really? Like, your cousin sent you pictures like that? And like, In kind of a very like derogatory kind of way. You know, definitely meant to kind of, you know, act disgusted and even revolted at, you know, what they had just seen. Right? And, you know, so he decides to play it off. You know, like, he doesn't really care. He doesn't really get, like, offended or anything. But he decides to play it off, and he makes a little bit of a of a risque joke himself. And that was it for them. They took offense to it immediately. You could tell by her, like their social cues. They started, they, they really probably stopped responding to his to his conversation. They, they, they even left like the, the table just um, with like more than half of their food on their plate. Like that was it. Like, the, the dude had ordered, um, like, a full plate of, like, baby back ribs, and he left, like, maybe about three quarters. How you doing, bro? How you good, man? Your dog's adorable. Sorry, I you know, like I'm talking about, like, my friend being social, and I'm over here, like, saying hi to a stranger, and I'm like, dude, your dog is adorable. Like, just something, like, nice, you know? Like, it's so, not really a big deal, you know, just saying hi. But, um, but yeah, they took it the, 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 the wrong, like, they took it the wrong way, and... They were offended and everything. So that kind of left my friend in the dumps. And I was, I tried to like, you know, avoid the the subject. But it it was, you could tell it was definitely like beating down on him. So I was like, okay, no, no, no. Forget trying to avoid it or push past it. This is clearly bothering you. Let's talk about it. He was like, okay, well, he was reflecting on how that conversation turned out. What he did wrong, what they did wrong. And it, it was, it was good to really just kind of. For him to talk it out, you know, and uh, see it in in, in a grander scale. Instead of like, well, I can't believe they got offended, you know, because I didn't say anything wrong. Technically true, right? But he was more thinking about the the entire picture. He was including their feelings and how they would feel about it as well as his. And he was was picking, like, I was helping him pick out, like, pros and cons, right? So that way he wouldn't feel as bad about it. Because he never meant to offend anybody and it, it did kind of affect him the rest of the night, but it was something that he could learn from. That's what I was telling him. I was like, dude, this sounds like it's a learning uh, experience for everyone involved. You know, they shouldn't be so um, close-minded and maybe just just watch what you say a little bit more. Like, just just be careful about how, what you say and how it could affect other people when you're directly talking to them, right? So, But yeah, that was a little uh, that was just a little thing that happened that night, it, it was just, uh, just a little like hiccup. It was mostly just, uh, well, I'm there with my friends. I've never had a shot before. So my friend David was like, bruh, all three of us were gonna get this thing called a cinnamon toast crunch. And I was like, I don't know what the fuck that is, but sure, the waitress, which is the one that I was like, I prayed over for and we had a good conversation and everything, Like she's a really cool person. If you ever go to the Twin Peaks, over here in the, the Castle Hills area by the North Star Mall. Request Halo. That's that's the name that she goes by at Twin Peaks. Amazing customer service. Absolutely. And she's 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 a gem, honestly. Like, she's such a sweetheart. But um yeah. Uh, I was like, bro, I don't know what this is, but that sounds good. Let me go for it, right? So I take I take a full shot. They didn't they didn't check for ID which is kind of crazy, but I guess it makes sense, you know, because, like, I'm already 6'3", and I got a beard. So if people don't think I'm already not, like, 24 or 25, they just assume it, and they just don't care. So, yeah, I had a shot, and then, uh, that was good. It was basically just, like, a rum chata, if y'all know what that is. I'm assuming somebody who listens to this is probably more experienced in, in drinking alcohol than I am, but, um yeah honestly just tonight was was fun aside from that little hiccup with you know little conversation how something was said and it was taken the wrong way being close minded instead of being judgmental. fun fun night I would love to go back even to that same one or do something else with them again because it was it was just fun to especially just like be out of the house you know I'm not gonna you know Mention what's going on no sh- like everybody knows what's going on, right? And I'm not gonna re- Say it repeated. This would be like my my sixth time Mentioning you know COVID in well, now my seventh good jobs there Uh, you know in my podcast but like it's clearly still going on. It's clearly still affecting people but Just to be able to experience A little guys night out with some friends that I had never Hung out with before but we had tried to they were definitely not like my normal circle of friends that I have, and there's nothing wrong with that. You know, it was, it was refreshing. It was, it was an experience, and it was one that I'm very glad I was able to make. But now that we are talking about how what's going on right now and um, how everything is kind of having to be adjusted, I have another story. It's still about today, about what happened in. Uh, my Zoom classes today. It's my first day back at, uh, at SAC Online University, you know, we, we really repping uh, the full face-to-face campus kind of thing, right? But yeah, that is gonna go on in my next segment right now. All right, so that was about what happened tonight. I've got some cool stuff to tell you about today though. So, I signed up for four classes this semester. And for whatever reason, I, I was like, bro, why would I even apply for FAFSA? Like, forget, forget the fact that that's free money. I wanna be stupid and act dependent and wanna pay for it out of pocket. Oh my God, bro, I'm paying like $1,000 for these classes. No, it is, it's like $1,000 and 86 cents or something like that. So I'm like, bruh, like this was this a stupid idea. I should have, you know, went for FAFSA. Plus that's just like free money as well. Like I, I could use money like that. It would refund me for, for bills and other shit. Right? But I was like, no, 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 I'm a big boy. Let me, let me pay for it all out of pocket. Because, you know, I don't know. Big, big boy energy or something. Right? Like, I don't know, It was really dumb. But, um, so today was a lot of people's first day back to online classes yes everybody loved it right like everybody was just so happy that it all has to be done through a computer screen again terrific (laughs) but um I accidentally slept through my first one great start I know right like I just told you that I'm paying a thousand dollars for these classes I'm doing it all out of pocket they clearly hold value to me and i'm like no let me just sleep through the first one so thought i was screwed i check my aces which is for it's for like the alamo colleges that's our specific like school website slash email type of deal and we would check from there we could check like our student email we could check our canvas which would have all our classes just in case anybody who's listening to this isn't familiar with aces or how the alamo colleges um, work in general you might be you, know, you might have something different from wherever you are but uh yeah so uh, I check my messages and my teacher oh saving grace right here okay so apparently today uh, zoom and some other thing called that my friend Brandon was telling me about called called blackboard I'm guessing that's like zoom just for UTSA because that's what he was telling me it, it was it was down for, for a good like five hours so my math class, which is my first class that I slept through, was eight to, to like nine, 9.30 or something like that. So I was like, oh shit, I'm screwed. Like, this is college, you know, so if I, if I miss like the first day, I'm already like 10 days behind, base. That's like the mindset that I have, because I'm like, I really don't want to do what I did in high school here at college, right? Like. I, Plus, I'm paying for this too, so if I don't attend it and I do fail, like I'm gonna look even more stupid because I just wasted $1,000, right? So, but um, yeah, um, my teacher is like, hey, so there's a the Zoom is out right now. I can't access my account. So uh, if there was no class today, just come back Wednesday. I've, I've given you like a, like a PDF file on what I want you to like read and understand. And uh, since it was math, it was a uh, college algebra, uh, I'm guessing we have to turn everything in using uh, an external like website slash program. So for, for me it's called, I think Alex, A-L-E-A, L-A-L-E-K-S, cool, I can speak. I can, I can read and pronounce English, right? But um, yeah, that's what it was called. So I had to make my account there and then I had to uh, just kind of do like a little intro like basically like, hey, I'm saying this in layman's terms because I'm trying to be funny about it. How dumb are you? Let's find out together. And <laughs> whatever you don't know will help you along the way because you're just a little bit more sped than everybody else. Like, that, that's the way I'm taking it not seriously. Again, just trying to be funny here. But, um, so I did that. And then I was like, okay, well, shit. Uh, that class has uh, pretty much saved my ass. So thank you, God, for taking Zoom out. Thank you. So, I'm up now, and I'm waiting for my 10:50 class, which is history. I get a <laughs> I get a message I get an email from my teacher, like 10 minutes before class starts, like, "Hey, I'm not able to access Zoom either." So I'm like, "Damn, shit!" It's like, is my first day really not going to be any classes? Because I'm going to be kind of mad to be honest. Because you know, I woke up thinking that I was late and I was but like you know I thought the class was, was in session if I find out that you know, I've got up and everything just to go back to sleep because class was you know, all classes were cancelled for today oh bro I'd be, I'd be pretty peeved but uh, it wasn't um, it wasn't at least all day but for this class it was so it was like 10.50 to 12 something 12, 12.10, 12, 12.20 12, something like that it was like an hour and a half so that was supposed to be that. Got the email again. He was, this professor's really chill about it. He was just like, hey, just, uh, just let you know, um, you know, we're not gonna have it, that's cool. I want you to show up Wednesday, just work with what we can. Just kind of want you to do this thing on my, my homepage where you just basically kind of like, tell me about yourself and you kind of get an idea of what you're gonna be learning in this class. Like for history, his big thing is he wants us to think like a historian. So in terms of, Not simply looking at a timeline from our perspective, right? Because if we look at the past, we see it all in one straight line. Like this happened, then this happened, then this happened, then this happened. All in one straight line, right? And with dotted points along the way signifying certain events or people that stood out for specific reasons. So to think like a historian, we would actually have to think of a a time period. He was saying, for example, like the War of 1812. And then he would say, okay, so to think like a historian, put yourself in that era, in that time period where, you know, you don't know what the future holds. You know, so for you now, since it's in modern times, we can look back and be like, okay, well, yeah, this happened and this happened and this has happened. Back then, you're like, oh, shit, like, what's going on? Like, you don't know the possibilities are endless. So he wanted us to think in terms of like multi-causal and multi-dimensional, and he even brought up the word of contingency, which is basically just you know like everything's up in the air, nothing is set in stone. There are a bunch of different possibilities that you know could branch into whatever as to where, as to how history could have developed, where what what turns it could have taken, and how that would have impacted the rest of the world and the rest of history, right? And I think that's cool because, um, you know, he he uh, he sent us a link to a, a Zoom thing after Zoom was back up. I think it got up around like 12 or so. So he sent the link for us about like three like three o'clock. Be like, hey, I'm just gonna do like a quick 30 minute to an hour thing on just kind of like apologizing for what happened and then just kind of doing like a like an intro for himself. So we did that and. I waited for all of his, uh, you know, his student. I waited for all the students to leave, until it was just him and I, so I could like kind of poke his brain about that, right? And I was just kind of letting him know, like, hey, I don't think you're gonna have a problem with me in this class because, you know, I'm an analytical thinker. So, and I said, you know, like basically verbatim, you know, blessing and a curse. <laughs> There's no one single answer or thought for me it, it becomes one thing and then possibilities start to float around and it just branches everywhere he's like well i can clearly tell that you know you're already a thinker so i don't think you have a problem with this class and i was like i don't think so either man but i look forward to seeing you wednesday so in between that time i had my third class to go to uh, which is english it's from 140 to 255 this is kind of where I wanted to kind of start about like bringing about this, this like segment. So like I said, Zoom got back up around like 12. So this one was fine. He's, he's a professor. We were all not really introducing ourselves, but like he was kind of going over what is going to happen in this class. So basically kind of like what happened with math and history, right? And then he was telling us that we need to have a certain book, um, you know, we a textbook for that class. It was not one given to us in like part of the tuition, so it's something that we have to go out and acquire from an outside source. So some people were, some students were already recommending, like, and they were, you know, he was asking for recommendations. A lot of the students said things like they had already purchased theirs from the, the SAC bookstore already, and that was almost like a hundred dollars. And I was like, what the fuck? And he was like, oh yeah, well I rented mine from like Amazon for, I'm renting that for only like like uh, 40, 50 bucks, and I'm like, what? So, and this is just like a, like a little tip for anybody who's listening to this and who needs to find like textbooks. There is a source that I like to use. I used it um, last year when I took my first semester. It's called Vital Source. And from there, you can look up a huge catalog of school textbooks for college. I found one personally for my last semester class for EDUC, and it was only like 30 bucks to rent for the entire semester. So it's already cheap, hell of a lot cheaper than just buying it outright, paying like 100. And it's even cheaper than renting it from Amazon, which was a, a suit, like, people were saying it was about 40 to 50. I was like, bro. So I made my opinion be heard, you know, I made my suggestion be heard. and. Um, Class kind of, you know, definitely appreciated it. They took it to to heart. They were like, wow, this is really cool. Appreciate it. Um, And the teacher even wanted me to send, like, a link in the Zoom chat as well as, as, like, in the Zoom chat of what it was and where to find it, right? So, classmates were thanking me. Y'all know me. I don't do well with, like, compliments. So, I'm just like, yeah, no problem. Sure, like, whatever. Like, I feel bad because I'm, like, trying to Avoid it, you know, like I get it like they're they're just showing their gratitude, but I'm just like I I just I don't react well to that if at all So uh, I just kind of avoided that but um Then I decided to kind of do something a little bit not out of character, but kind of out of the blue Uh, I was like, okay, so what about the people that either didn't hear what I had to say didn't look at the link what of those people in my English class that would be kind of like kept out of the loop right it's really hard to hear me there's a plane literally flying right over me hello thank you for making my audio worse than it already is because I am walking and I have my headphones in. that's why y'all hear all the wind and all the cars driving by and shit but, uh, thank you hope y'all land safe whatever but um yeah I decided to on the canvas, there's a uh, there's a message board. And that's how your teachers can get in contact with you and the entire class. And you can send a message to a teacher, student, or students. And that can either be categorized in terms of like, oh, okay, all these students are equal to one group, so everybody can be able to access it and reply to it like a big discussion. Or you can send one to each individual recipient. So I was like, bruh. I want to have you know I want to make this accessible to everybody in the class so I send it to every person in my class so I had like I literally sent like 25 messages at once on the canvas thing right and at first it was just like hey you know this is Steven I'm one of your classmates just in case you were misinformed or didn't hear about what uh, I had to say this is a link that I use to find my book I already got it it's 30 bucks for the entire semester it literally lasts 120 days and this semester ends like Beginning middle of December. This thing doesn't end until like December 22nd. And then as soon as you um, You know your expiration is over with you know, it just kind of pops out of your library catalog But um, yeah, it's a virtual textbook go get it Here you go. And then I did something Again that I felt called to do or just like just trying to be nice, you know, kind of like with what I was saying um, Tonight at Twin Peaks when I prayed for uh, the waitress so um, I put in, I'm not gonna like read this verbatim, but that'd be, I feel like that'd be a little narcissistic or something, but basically I was just like, hey, I put like a PS at the bottom of each message. I was like, PS, this little tidbit isn't about school now. I know this year has been crazy. All of us as, as students and, and people, you know, we're like, we've, we've seen, we've seen hatred just consume our planet let alone our country you know we've seen and heard many reports of countless people their lives being tragically thrown away like they don't even matter forget their their race their color their order their sexual orientation whatever it's human life that is being taken away the world itself is just burning I mean literally people are still going out like you know like the writers going out and like destroying stuff, causing huge property damage. People are losing their homes. Some people are even losing their lives in those, right? So like all of this is is old news, right? Because like it, it's already, you would think so, but it's still happening. It's still recurring, you know? And I was just like, look, like this year sucks. It, it, it really does. And I can't imagine to think about how it must've affected you like personally. But I just want you to know that no matter whatever life throws at you in your way to try and scare you or intimidate you to back down or give up, you are strong. And I, I put some, I put like, you are loved, you bring life to those around you, and you are not alone. You matter in this world to me, to like the other people around you. You matter. Your life matters. And I hope you see that. And I was just like, hey, if you ever need anybody to talk to Or simply just listen to you vent. I'm here for you. And I was just like, that's it. I hope you have a good day. So, like, that was was so weird. That's weird, right? Because, like, they don't know me. I don't really know them. But I saw this as an opportunity to reach out and let people know, hey. uh, I tell people, hey, you're not alone. Hey, this this random classmate of yours that you probably have no idea who they, like, what they look like. They're here for you. I, I was hoping to give them some hope. You know, not to inspire them or anything, but not to just be a friendly face. Be like, hey, I'm here for you, man. I I get it. I understand what you're going through. Or, hey, man, I don't know what you're going through, but that sounds tough. How can I pray for you? How can I listen to you? How can I be there for you? Right? Like, that emotional support that we're not seeing here anymore. Everything is going to shit, or it has been going to shit for a while, and no one's really doing anything for those that are truly hurting. Sure, they're being broadcasted. Sure, they're being reported, but... I don't see people actually going up to them and, you know, praying for them, supporting them financially or anything. And I'm not going to say that I do that because I'm, I'm a hypocrite, you know, but like, we don't see it. And I, I, I'm a, I admit that I'm at fault for this as well. So like, I was hoping this could be a way to just kind of spread love and be, be you know, like... Treat one another as you want to be treated, you know, and then you respect your neighbors, all that, right? You just kind of use that as, as an outlet. I use that as a platform really to, to send this message. And I, I did this again in our history class because like I was saying how, uh, you know, he decided to, to do like a little 30 minutes to an hour thing to kind of talk about whatever happened. I was like, well, I already did it for my English class. So I might as well do it for my history. So I basically put almost the same thing verbatim, just like the same... Guidelines and messages, but not exactly like word for word because I wasn't gonna like, you know, copy and paste it I didn't feel like that was original or anything and I wasn't doing it to get replies. I wasn't doing it to get attention I was just just being nice, you know, just being friendly be like hey You're you're not alone People are here for you I'm here for you You've got people that care about you and love you Don't don't give up. You can do this. I believe in you people believe in you You have to believe in you right like this is This is real. This is serious. How you feel is important. And it shouldn't be, you know, something that you feel like you need to keep inside so that nobody knows what you're going through so that you can permanently feel alone in your own little cocoon. You don't need to do that. It's okay to let it out. It's okay to talk to people. It's okay to have people listen to you and, you know, take sympathy and sympathize with you and for you. It's okay to show that little bit of vulnerability and weakness to show that you're still human and to allow other people to connect with you. That's perfect. That's amazing. That's awesome. That's what God wants, right? He wants us to be together. He spread love. I hate. So uh, yeah, I don't know. I figured that was something I wanted to talk about because I'm not bragging. I'm not like, hey, dude, like, I, 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 I did this, and I should feel like. Like, I feel good because people responded to me in this. And like, people actually did, you know? And they were like, this is amazing. Like some, I had a lot of people, or I had like some people say like, this is amazing. I've been through some stuff as well. So I'm here for you as well. And I was like, bro, that, that is what I was hoping for. That reciprocation, not just for me, but for other people. When someone says, hey, I'm here for you. Hey, I got you, bro. I'm here for you as well. That support, that love. That is what I was hoping to, 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 to pull out of people and to spread. That's what I wanted. I, as well as just, you know, just being nice, being friendly. But, uh, yeah, I'm not bragging or anything. I, I just kind of wanted to talk about that see if, uh, I don't know, maybe some people can hear this and be inspired to to use whatever platform they can to, to spread love and spread kindness. I don't know. But before I cut this off, I want to talk about, this, this kind of goes into my last segment. This is just kind of why that last like five six minutes kind of started getting emotional so we'll cut it off here we'll go to the next one and then my video is going to be like 30 40 minutes long and we'll be good to go okay bye okay guys so this last part i'm like if you can already tell i'm not as like energetic as, as I as I was before you know, I'm really just trying to make this short and sweet and to the point because if I understand Like I said, I'm still trying to do like the whole 30 minute 40 minute video thing I'm, I, I feel like I've been doing better except for that last one. That was like an hour So I do apologize for that rambling anyway The, the message that I was that I spread today and hoping that other people would spread it in this party, um, it, it kind of hit home. It, it kind of hits a little personal for me recently. Um, I found out one of my co-workers, uh, he, was, he was a good kid, cool kid, I mean, he was nice and everything, um, f- funny, s- smart, he had his whole life ahead of him. He uh, he passed away, he, uh, he committed suicide. I don't know if it was intentional or accidental, as some accidents happen, I don't, I don't know entirely, but he is no longer with us anymore. I'm not going to say his name, because I want to keep that private for his close friends and his family. I I'm not I wasn't a close friend of his, but you know we we got along pretty well. We had some nice talks like back when I had like a car and he would just like sit there and we would just kind of like talk and chat and chill. He was, he was a cool dude, but uh, he is unfortunately no longer um, no longer with us anymore. And uh, I I really wanted to express how important it is to make how you feel known don't don't keep it inside don't don't bottle it up because when it cracks I mean I'm not gonna give you like a giant science lesson but pressure builds up and eventually after enough pressure builds up if the container that it's in is not suitable enough to handle that kind of pressure it breaks it it shatters like think of putting it into like a glass bottle it shatters ev- and the glass is like broken glass is scattered everywhere so the remnants and the explosion is worse than you know the, the the feelings of everything being bottled up inside and i i just i'm not going to try and convince you to talk to everybody that you meet about how you feel because some things you do want to keep personal that's fine that's okay You know, like I understand that, you know, if you have a personal life and you have a social life, and you have a work life, that's fine, I get that. But somebody that you can trust, even if it's to yourself, like I mentioned earlier in the episode, sometimes I talk to myself, how I feel. Because I don't want to keep it inside. The longer I keep it inside, the worse it gets. That's that's with depression, that's with anger, that's with anxiety, that's with, with hopelessness, whatever it is, I don't like to keep it inside because then it doesn't go anywhere. It continues to to just rack around in my brain. And I've already told you guys that I'm very analytical. So when I think of something like that, it branches off. And for me, because I overthink and I overanalyze, I, I put myself in a worse situation mentally than I was if I were to simply just look at it and say, hey, this is how I feel. How can I do something about it? Even if it's just a vent or do something to express myself so that I don't keep it inside, right? It is so important that you don't keep that stuff inside. Somebody, anybody you can find that you can trust to talk to, to to listen to. And I, I would hope that, in turn, you would be there for someone in your shoes. A lot of the times, people will ask me for like advice and stuff, and my friends say I give good advice. I think that's kind of horseshit because if you met me, I'm not exactly like a very intellectual person on um, that kind of stuff, right? But I, I accredited it to God. I accredited it to, you know, whatever uh, he wanted that person to hear. He just kind of took over my body and he was like, this is what you needed to hear. This is my word to you. Use it. I'm here for you. I love you. I- I've always loved you. I-, I care for you. You're not alone. Like that, that's kind of feelings that exude from my mouth for those people that really need to hear whatever it is that they needed to hear. So I don't, I don't point those as my words, my little wisdom. No, that, that's all him. I give nothing but glory to him for that. But find a healthy, positive way to let this out. I have a coworker who's, God, her life is insane. She's a mom to like four kids she's she's a she's a wife she's got like three or four other family members living in that house alone so in total it's like nine or ten people because apparently some family members of hers have decided to just kind of crash on the couch she's got i mean she's a manager she's not a co she's a man she's one of my managers at walmart she deals with people's you know, customers bad attitudes and everything like that all the time she deals with us associates all the time stress is is so paramount uh and it, 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 it's, it consumes her. And she's the type of person to put up walls, to try and avoid it, or to just say, well, it happened. Oh, well, let's deal with it. But not in terms of dealing with the stress, like let's just kind of push through it and, and not really focus on it at all. Just focus on what you have to do and it'll go away or it's just going to get worse and worse and there's nothing you can do about it. And I told her this, I was like, I, I love you, but like, you-, you don't handle stress very well. And she was telling me, she was like, well, I-, I write. That's awesome. Writing is a great way to express what you keep inside because nobody else has to read that. She was telling me that not even her family knows about it. As far as she's concerned, like, I'm like one of the only few people that actually know about what she writes about, how she- the fact that she writes in general. The fact that it allows her to express herself and put down some of those walls that she builds up and to just let her emotions flow. I try to I I try to be there for her when I can, you know, at work, you know, be like, hey, you know, is there anything you need to talk to? I usually give her like a hug. I'm always there and open to like listen to her, whatever she has to say. But okay, so it's like point to be proven writing is a great expression of how you feel. I go on walks. I wouldn't personally recommend, probably this late at night. But I have no fear of it because I am a man. I'm six three. Again, I'm a dude. If you have seen me, I've got like facial hair. I look like like a like a man, you know. So like nobody's gonna really try and like. Sketch, like snatch me up, but, but, but don't put yourself in a dangerous kind of situation. I do this because for me, it's relieving. And for me, it's a positive way because I know how to defend myself if anything like that happen and things like that. I'm not saying, you know, go, go walk on the highway. Please don't do that. Please, please, please. Be extra super careful about how you express yourself. Some people turn to social media. They use spam accounts to express what they feel just to get it off their chest. Some people do therapy, obviously. People think that therapy is like... At a therapist with an office. Well, yes, technically that may be correct because they are a licensed professional. Therapy is a way for you to express how you feel. It, it allows you to cope with everything that's a, that's going on inside of you, that's going on around you, everything that you feel like you can't control, or you're being so over uh, overwhelmed by. You just you let it flow out. Sometimes it can. It's a lot of anger and rage. It'll come up as violent, but if you can find a way to direct that to a positive aspect, to a positive way to release that without hurting anybody or anybody else or including yourself, that's amazing. So talk to people, listen to music. If you're of the faith, pray. Whether you pray to God or if you're another of another, you know, religion, you pray to your God or gods, whatever. Do something that allows you to let it out. In a positive way I cannot tell you how bad it is to keep it inside and solely because of how depression works how it builds up in us how if the more we continue to let it go let it kind of try and fade away on its own the more and bigger it gets until we hit that point where a lot of people have already made the decision that they found a better way out. And the only thing that it does is it relieves them of their pain, right? Whatever it is that they were so afraid to, to deal with, or they just didn't want to, they couldn't, they couldn't find any hope. Whatever it was that consumed them and took them down that road, they thought the only way out of it was, was suicide. And they break everybody's hearts around them with one single bullet or one single noose around the neck or one, one simple slice of the wrist. You not only destroy your own life, you purposefully end it. You bring down and you kill so many other people inside. Everybody that has any kind of connection to you, they break, especially your family and your loved ones. I pray I pray that you don't find yourself in those states and if you are already please talk to somebody. I am here personally y'all know me I have like social media if y'all want to get my number or something to like get in contact with me. Obviously like I put this on my social media so y'all have y'all know me for some way otherwise you'd have no access to these podcasts, right? But please get in talk. I'm I'm more than willing to talk with anybody or simply listen to everything that you have to say. I don't have to say a damn thing, but whatever it is that you feel like you need to get off your chest, I will talk on the phone with you or I will listen to you for hours on end as long as you feel better. And I can help you find a way, a better way to deal with, it, a better way to not escape the problem, but help you through it. That's that's the goal, and I pray that you know my actions aren't original. I, I I learn from other people, and I hope that other people can learn from my actions, and so on and so forth. So, like in my message to these people, or to these random classmates of mine, we build a community of love and support in a time where we really need it. No one knows who to believe or what to trust anymore. Government seems to be failing us. People already think it's been failing us. Some people us, some of us think that, you know, it can still be restored. It's not the government, it's the people. Some people think it's the people, some people think it's this, some people think it's that. There's so many different opinions and reasons why people would, would feel alone. And I, I want to build, I want to help build a community to deny that. You are not alone. You have people, and not to deny how they feel, but to deny the reality that you are not alone and that you and that hopefully you can be okay with that. I Know that's hard to do especially coming from someone like me because when I'm in those kinds of states All I want to do is be left alone. I don't want to hurt anybody Obviously, I'm not going to I don't want to hurt myself I don't want to bring anybody else down who might be feeling chipper because I've already told you that you know I have an uncanny ability to Infect people with how I feel so I'd, I'd rather just shut down and everything and it hurts because it doesn't help it makes it worse And then I snap at people like I did with my roommate, like I told y'all about last episode. So please, if there's any way that I or someone else you know can listen to you talk, go on social media, an anonymous blog site, write, dance, sing, anything that allows you to get it out so you don't feel alone and you don't feel so hopeless, please, I encourage you to do it because you do matter in this world. You have people that care about you and they want to see you thrive. They don't want to see you just survive on, you know, and make ends meet like maybe they did. They want to see you thrive and continue to succeed and excel in everything that you say and do in this world with the people around you, with your job, with your future relationships and your future family, if you desire to have one, your profession, your hobbies, whatever, they want to see you succeed and be happy. You can't do that if you're constantly subjecting yourself to your own negativity. It's just not going to work. So they're there for you. Don't turn them away. It's not easy to do. It's hard. It's something that I'm still kind of trying to work my way through, especially when I'm in those states. It's easy for me to talk about it afterwards because I I feel shitty for pushing everyone around, around me away. But I'm learning as well. And if I'm learning... Y'all can too. We can learn together. We can all learn as a community together to just support one another and be there for one another. When one of us falls and gives us up, not, not, none of that whole, you know, you're as strong as your weakest link. Yeah, I believe that, you know? But not in terms of you're as strong, but like, hey, I think of it more as like the, the 99 sheep and the one sheep that, you know, the shepherd went over to go and take the other 99 sheep still mattered, but this one was hurting. This one was grieving. This one felt lost. So how can how can the shepherd? And in this case, we could be like the other 99 sheep. How can we help them? How can we help build them up? How can we help restore them and help them to see what life is in sto- what, what life has in store for them, and how much they get to experience before they make a grave mistake that'll continue to traumatize people for the rest of their lives. This was supposed to be a little segment, but I'm I'm very passionate about this kind of stuff because I, as everybody else, has had friends and family members commit suicide. It's it's a terrible thing to do, to kill oneself. Especially because not a lot of people realize just how many people go down with you in that one swift action. And there's no second chance. You do that, it's game over. You can't find a way to, you know, pick up from where you left off or try something else again. So some people say as a last resort. It should not be a resort. There are always ways to fix or to help you go through whatever. There's always a light at the end of the tunnel. I firmly believe that based on what I've been through, based on what I've helped my friends through, based on what God has helped all of us through, especially with this year. This year has been terrible. I mean, exactly. like like I was saying, you know, in, you know, in my, my segment about, you know, the message everything that we've been through already as, as, as people and we're still here standing this one's gonna definitely be for the history books you know they're gonna look at us and think what the fuck was happening but we're still here we're still standing God is not done with us yet God's not done with you don't think for a second that he just forgot about you he's there with you all the time you are not alone you should never feel that way so please Please, find a way to talk to somebody. Don't feel ashamed. Everybody gets this way. Everybody has those days. Everybody makes mistakes like, no, like okay? Like, again, try to be funny, but still very serious, you know? It's normal, it's human to feel that way, to feel that what some people might call weakness, I see that as strength to be able to call yourself out and realize and admit that you're vulnerable like everybody else and be okay with that. That's strength, that's not weakness, that's strength you're allowing yourself to be vulnerable because you want to better yourself. Nothing about that should be demeaning. You should be empowered by your decision to call yourself out on your on your on what you're doing, and your flaws, your mistakes and better yourself for it. Get the help that you need. Find ways that you can. Don't just just sit there and like like stick in the mud and wait for all of it to go away before it consumes you and you go away. Please, guys, please, don't give up hope. Don't give up on yourself. Don't give up on other people. All right, um, I'm gonna end off this. Uh, so that was, was very emotional, and very sincere. So I'm gonna end this off with a little, like, one-minute closing thing, because this is probably about, like 30, 40 minutes, maybe like 45 minutes right now. And then I will you know, put this on my social media and upload it. So. All right, everybody, thanks for tuning in. This has been episode 14 now. Holy crap. I'm still doing this podcast, man. I love them. Honestly, it allows me to vent. It allows me to say what I feel like I have to say. And for you people that continue to keep coming back, y'all clearly like what I have to say. So I can't thank you guys enough for, uh, you know, being here and listening in. Maybe you're sharing with other people. Maybe you're, you know, kind of sharing it that way. If not, cool, you know, whatever. I just, the fact that you're here listening to this. That makes me feel special, you know. That that that, that. I thank you for that. Um, but yeah, that was it for tonight's episode. Um, I have no idea what, when my next one's gonna come out. Uh, I promise you, if I have enough content, clearly I'm gonna make an upload. But uh, yeah, that's gonna be all for me. Y'all have a safe and wonderful and beautiful night, as I'm gonna have. Bye bye.